It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the amazing Rico Bronia podcast with your host, Evan Roberts. Hope everybody's been enjoying their all-star week. Welcome to Rico Bronia. Evan Roberts, Pete Hoffman. So the first half of the season is over. We all know it's been a colossal failure, despite the brief moment of hope during the six-game winning streak during the West Coast trip towards the end of the first half of the year. This team is sitting six games under 500. And if I would have told anybody that back in March before this season began, they would have thought I was nuts. They would have thought I was being way too negative to ever imagine that this team would be six games under 500. So I warn you. This is mostly going to be a depressing episode of Rico Bronia because here's what we're going to do. We're going to recap how we got here. We're going to recap the first half of the year. We will hand out awards. I will pick my Met MVP of the first half, as will Pete. We will pick out our first half Cy Young, our first half bust, like the one player who fits that bust category more than others. And then I racked my brain on this. I wrote down a whole list of my favorite wins of the season and the worst losses of the season. And then we will also kind of put our list together on why this season has failed. Like our in order of why this season has failed. What is blame number one? What is blame number two? What is blame number three? I guess we can have that list go very, very far. We'll probably cut it off at some point because that list could go, you know, 30 deep if you want. And what I think is going to be interesting is I think Pete and I's list are going to be very different. I do. Like, for example, I don't want to spoil your list, Pete, but I have a feeling Billy Epler is going to be number one on your list. Like, when you make the list, number one above everything else is going to be Billy Epler. Am I right? Just tell me if I'm right. Well, before this way, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong. Maybe. <sighs> you know what? Let's start with the list. All right, okay. let's, let's, All right, let's, let's do go. It. Let's just jump right into this crap. I racked my brain on this, Pete, on what would be number one. Like, number one reason why there's six games under 500. And I don't want to just make it a group because I know it's the starting pitching. To me, it's the starting pitching. So I can say that and just call it a day and say it's the starting pitching, but I wanted to go deeper than that and not just say it as a whole. Why? Is this team struggling? Why are they six games under 500? And I'm going to give you something deeper than just the collective of starting pitching. A part of me wanted to say Max Scherzer. You know, Max has a four plus ERA. 
but they've won 10 of the 16 games he started, even though a lot of those losses and a lot of the games they've lost have come in the biggest games of the year. I could certainly argue Max Scherzer, but I'm not. I'm not going to put him number one. I could sort of argue Verlander. He missed the first month of the season, and then he's been very up and down. I think if I combine the two of those guys, I could certainly say that's their biggest issue. But you're going to think I'm crazy for saying this. If you look back at last year and you try to figure out, well, how the hell did they win 101 games? What if I told you that last year when the quote-unquote depth guys made a start, David Peterson, Trevor Williams, Tyler McGill, Jose Budo, and Thomas Zapucki. I include all those names because those are the non-core guys that made starts last year. The guys not named Chris Bassett. The guys not named Jacob DeGrom. The guys not named Max Scherzer. When David Peterson, Trevor Williams, Tyler McGill, Jose Budo, and Thomas Zapucki started games, there were 39 games that those guys started combined. The New York Mets last year were 25 and 14. Now think about that for a second. They were 11 games above 500. When David Peterson made a start last year, the Mets were 12 and 7. 12 and 7 when David Peterson made a start. Now you go to 2023. David Peterson has certainly pitched a lot better since he's been recalled from AAA. But when David Peterson has made a start this year, the Mets are three and eight. Three and eight. He's made 11 starts. They're three and eight. And if we go down the list with, well, what about Tyler McGill this year? What about Joey Luke? You'll see that the biggest difference between last year and this year is all of those depth guys who have to make starts when they've made starts, the Mets have lost. Last year when they made starts, the Mets have won. Now, if I group Verlander and Scherzer together, then yeah, they would be the number one culprit. But I think their starting pitching as a whole has been such a problem that I'm going to look at the depth guys and how badly they've been this year compared to last year as the number one culprit for why this team is six games under 500. Could I ask you a question just to see if you have the number? It's okay if you don't. But you said there was 39 games out of 162 that, that you had to go to those depth guys. How many starts have the depth guys gotten in 90 games so far? That's a very good question, and I do have that answer, and I'm going to tell you right now. So, Tyler McGill made 15 starts this season, 15 of them, before he was optioned down to the minors. David Peterson has made 11 starts this season. Joey Lucchese made five starts this season. Jose Budo has made two starts this season. So that would be 27 plus 11. That's 38 starts that have been made from the quote-unquote depth guys. Last year, they made 39 starts. So it's it's a higher number. Like pace-wise, it is no doubt about it a higher number. And there's reason for why it's a higher number. Carlos Carrasco was on the injured list. Justin Verlander was on the injured list. Max Scherzer had a 10-game suspension. So it's definitely a higher number, but the results are very, very bad, as you can see. Yeah, they're, and also, they're also because they're being relied upon more, unfortunately. That's part of it. No doubt about it. No doubt. They're being relied upon more, but they've also pitched a lot worse. You know what I mean? Like, And it started right from the beginning. So when Tyler McGill has made starts this year, the Mets are 7-8. and eight which is not as bad as maybe you would have thought, but they are a well below 500 team when they've asked these guys to pitch. And I think what also adds up in it is that they've been so bad that that forces the bullpen 
to then have to pitch more innings. And that has brought down what has also been one of the weaknesses, which is the bullpen. And to me, that's probably number two, the Edwin Diaz injury and how it's impacted this bullpen. David Robertson has been brilliant this season. The rest of this bullpen has been up and down. If you had a brilliant Diaz and a brilliant Robertson, I think we're viewing the Met bullpen very different than the way we view it today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Well, uh, I agree. Uh, I don't know if the, the bullpen will be number two for me. Edward Diaz, I think he's too high on that list. But number one, the, the biggest issue is, yes, unfortunately, there's one person to blame. It's Billy Epler. And it's unfortunate the to put him because I don't think he's able to make as many moves as we'd like him to. He's handcuffed by the fact that I don't, I don't think Cohen's going to allow him to make major mistakes. I don't think he's going to allow him to trade away prospects like we've talked about. He, he really won't do it. And it, because of that, he can't evaluate talent well enough. He can't make, he can't make smart trades that he'd like to do to bring in some assets. So we stuck with bringing in glue pieces that don't work. He's bringing in Darren Ruffs. He's too stubborn for himself. We've talked about this over and over and over. The fact that they tried to bury Francisco Alvarez, to me, it, it, he has, he does not know how to evaluate his team in any capacity, whether it's old veterans or younger, younger rookies. You brought in Canna, Marte, and Escobar last year. Those on most of the other teams are like, you know, they're secondary players. They're, they're depth roles. They're not starters. And those are the guys, besides Marte, Stalin Marte is, or should have been, but most of these other guys are like just depth players. They're like a step above Luis Guillorme. And we're relying on them too much rather than bringing up young kids who are shining. And, and that's part of it slash. You want to complain about the bullpen, that's fine. I don't think he really knows how to evaluate good talent, which is why he he, he regurgitates guys like Tommy Hunter. But keep this in mind, and I understand because I think a lot of people listening would also want to put Billy Epler towards the top of the list. If we at least find the common ground that pitching is the main reason why the Mets struggled in the first half of the year, you would also agree, and we went through it a couple of weeks ago on our off-season redo podcast, that there wasn't much that you would redo when it comes to pitching because most of it's been bad. You know what I mean? Like, it hasn't worked, and this starting pitching staff has been far worse than we would have expected, but there wasn't a lot out there where you can alter it and say, hey, but if they sign Carlos Rodon, but hey, if they sign this guy. Like, other than going into a time machine and saying, hey, Nate Evaldi's going to have a great year, go sign him. 
most of these moves, there really aren't anything that would have fixed it, starting pitching wise. I, I I agree with that. You're, you're right. There there's a lot of moves that we went through. Like oh, it would have failed no matter what. But I still think it, it's it's dating back to the trade deadline last year. And I know that's too far to go back, but it just shows you the path of where he was going. They ran it back. They ran back the same team, spent a ton of money on basically the same team, and now have gotten a terrible result. It's like when things are going good, you can't just stay 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 the same. You have to but, change up a little bit. But when you look at first half Mets versus last year's Mets, their offense hasn't been as good, but it has not had the drop off that the rotation has. It's not even close. It hasn't had the drop off that the bullpens had. Not even close. So I totally get the whole running it back thing. It was a debate we had during the offseason, but their offense, like I have my list in front of me. The offense is sixth. Like I got five things before I ever get to the offense. I mentioned the fill in starting pitchers, the the depth guys. I mentioned Edwin Diaz's injury. Now I'll get to individual starters. Carlos Carrasco, he's been better recently, has had a terrible season. That's number three. Justin Verlander's inability to be anywhere close to what he was a year ago in winning the Cy Young. Max Scherzer, biggest games of the year. He's come up small. Like those are five things. If you separate those individually, the depth starting pitchers, Edwin Diaz's injury and the impact that's had on the bullpen, and then Carrasco, Verlander, and Scherzer specifically. I think all those five issues I just mentioned, I'd put it above the offense. And that's not to say the offense is perfect. I got him at number seven. Number six is Buck. All right, number six is Buck. I'll skip Buck. Let me get to the offense. The offense has been inconsistent. There have been games. There have been multiple games where you sit back, you look at this lineup, and say, you know what? They could score runs. Lindor's having a great year. Alonzo May at 50 home runs. Brandon Nimmo's on base a ton. Oh, my God, we got something with Francisco Alvarez. Brett Beatty has had his moments, but still, you can see the potential he has. Flashes of the old Starling Marte. And you look at this lineup, and it's not the problem. So I have him seventh. Like, all my issues with this team. Defense, too, I should probably put above it. I think I'd put the defense above the offense too. I th- I think I've got the offense now down to eight, Pete. I I put okay. So my order for one, two, three. It's definitely Billy. Second is Scherzer. Third is a combined Buck and the defense because fundamentals were a key thing in twenty twenty two, and they have been thrown to the wayside. It has been awful, awful. Uh, you know, the base running's been terrible. You think that guys don't – listen, we lead the league in percentage for stealing. It's incredible. But we still don't steal as much as we can. And we get picked off all the time in certain dumb areas. Again, like we're doing things that aren't smart defensively too. It's just – that's all I think I got to put on Buck for that one. The defensive flaws are Buck. Yeah, no, no. I, I think – interpreting analytics too would have to be on Buck because he's the manager of the team. It feels like the pitch selection at times has been very, very spotty. So you almost have to take the, I don't like to just say analytics because I think it's how it's used sometimes. And it all goes on the manager because ultimately that is the manager. I thought his handling of Mark Vientos was absolutely brutal. I think we were all frustrated early on with the inconsistent playing time of Alvarez, even though that's been fixed. The inconsistent playing time of Brett Beatty, that's been fixed. I think 
The handling of the bullpen has been very spotty at times, specifically that game against the Phillies a couple of weeks ago where he didn't use David Robertson in the eighth inning, but he had him warming up for potentially the ninth inning after the game was blown. I think Buck's up there. I'd put him sixth. But I think that most of these issues, and this is my main point to my fellow Met fans on diagnosing why things have been bad, pitching, 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 and pitching before I get to every other issue. Doesn't mean those issues don't exist. Like the offense hasn't been as good as it was last year. Their offense is a slightly below average offensive team. I want to acknowledge that. I don't want to make it seem like I think they're scoring five runs a game. I know they're not. I know they're not. But I think that those other issues around the starting pitching and bullpen is a big problem. The aces have underperformed, and the fallout of not having Edwin Diaz has been devastating to this bullpen. Well, listen, and again, I, I don't disagree that Diaz would have definitely lengthened out the bullpen, but there still was always this a, a flaw of after Diaz, after Robertson, Adovino, Raleigh, Raleigh. I mean, there was always a major drop off. There was always a major drop off. You could say Drew Smith is in there. You used to you started with the Drew Smith was a reliable guy, but he really was never that reliable guy. He was you in, know what? in the circle of trust for for wrong reasons. I understand that there's still a drop off after those two. If you had, I'm not even saying Diaz to the same level as last year, but close. And David Robertson having the year he's had, and we know he could pitch in any inning because he's done it throughout his career. I think there's five or six games they win. And maybe more, which is crazy. And that's why, look, the whole idea of war is how many wins are added based on that player compared to the average player or the replacement player, as they say. I think it can be wrong so so easily because watching the Mets every day, if you had a top-line closer along with the bullpen they have now, dude, there's like five or six games in the first half that jump out at me that the result may be different on. That would make Edwin Diaz on pace to have like a 12-war season, which is crazy. So, I don't know, man. It's I, it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse because injuries are part of baseball. It's just more of an evaluation on, hey, why have things gone so badly? Yeah, not having one of the best closers in baseball to go along with David Robertson, who's had a great year, uh, has hurt this team. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 